0: Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church. That's faith.church. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm so glad that you are joining us today as we lean in to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we ask Him to change us. I know that all of us are in the same boat. We want God to do something in our lives. We want to be reminded of His goodness, of His peace. And I just just want to tell you I'm so grateful that we're on this journey together. Listen, you're my people. You're my people. And so we're on this journey together as we're looking in the book of Galatians and asking God what does He want us to see? What does He want to, to do in our lives? What does He want to lift our eyes to focus on something that's going to strengthen us. What does He want to do in us and through us? And as we've been on this journey, it's obvious all through this book that Paul is writing to this church that they were forgetting about the grace of God. They were allowing their freedom to be taken from them. And God wants us to be free. The whole purpose and the ministry of Jesus Christ was to set us free free from ourselves, free from sin, free from our past, to be free from everything in our life that isn't His will. And that's what God wants for you. God wants you to be free. I want you to be free. And I want you to receive that freedom today in the name of Jesus. We're going to be looking today at this whole idea of having the grace to be an overcomer. You're an overcomer. I hope you understand that. I hope you know that you have the spirit of the overcomer inside of you. If you are in Christ Jesus, then Christ Jesus is in you. And if Christ Jesus is in you, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is alive and well and kicking inside of you. And we just need to know that that he wants to, to turn up that flame in our own spirits for us to be aware, to have access to who he is in us. And for you to be an overcomer. I'm going to ask you to do something right where you are. I want you just to to do this today. I want you to say this. I am, go ahead, an overcomer. I want you to know that today. You have been set free to be an overcomer. You are no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to your desires as the book of Galatians talks about. And God wants you to know about His grace His grace is is more than you need. His grace is your lifeline because His grace in you will help you to overcome. The Bible is all about what God has done. I want you to hear me today. The Bible is all about what God has done and what He has made available to you. And this series is looking at this theme of what God wants you to understand. What's been done for you. What's been made available to you. God wants you to be free from condemnation. He wants you to be free from guilt. He wants you to be free from you waffling how you think maybe God loves you one day and doesn't like you the next day because of your performance or because of you're not perfect or because you stumbled or because you had a bad thought. Listen, God's love is constant. He loved you before you ever loved him. He died. Jesus died for you while you were a sinner. You did nothing to get his love. He just chose you. He just says, this one's mine. And that's what God wants you to know today. And because of that, you are an overcomer. This whole idea of God's grace throughout the book of Galatians, it's actually the most difficult thing. It's the most difficult thing about the gospel. But it shows us God's love. That God's favor, God's goodness towards us has nothing to do with us. has everything to do with Him. Listen, you need to understand that when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and in the book of Galatians, it tells us that we are adopted as God's children, sons and daughters, and you need to know what does that mean for you. This is what God is saying to us in the book of Galatians, that you can't earn God's love, you can't earn God's attention, you can't earn God's forgiveness. Because you are, because you put your trust in Him, that means you've become a part of His family. Because you're a part of His family, now hear me today. This is just going to, it's going to rock some of you today. Everything that He is and He, He possesses is rightfully yours as a family member. It's what, it's what's called God's grace and your inheritance. Our passage today is from Galatians chapter 4. It says, when the right time came speaking about Jesus, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. I want you to understand this, this whole idea that you have been adopted. There's actually a real biblical understanding of this whole idea of adoption. Many times, in these times when Paul was writing this, adoption was considered something very, very significant. Because it was a family, it was a father and a mother choosing to adopt a child into their home. They chose that child. That child belongs to them. And with that came full and absolute rights of that family. They chose to bring that family in who wasn't a part. You weren't a part of God's family. But God chose you, and you you received his invitation to come into his family. And when you came into his family, he then gave you everything that was his. That's incredible. It's incredible. You need to understand that today. So because of Christ and our faith in him, we have everything we need to get through everything that we're going through. Every situation. Being a part of God's family means you are an heir to God. You have an inheritance from God Himself. God has made promises throughout the Word of God. And if you are a part of His family, you need to understand those promises are for you. And you need to hear that today. Because right now, there's so many uncertain things. And so we're wondering, but God, are you really good? God, is. does your promise really Matter to me, yeah, God, I know that that I'm okay, I know that I'm saved, but do you really care about other things in my life? Do you really care? I, w- I want you to understand something out of Second Corinthians. This is what the scripture says, for no matter how many promises God has made. So, in other words, go ahead, count them up, write them down, find them. They are yes in Christ. Meaning they are they were it was complete. Jesus was the complete, the completeness of every promise that was ever spoken by God. And so they were all yes in Jesus Christ. So does does Jesus possess this promise? Yes. What about this promise? Yes. What about that promise? Yes. And so through him, through Jesus, the amen is spoken by you and by me to the glory of God. So if God promised it, Then in Christ, to us, that promise has been made available. Our amen, so listen to me, is when we actually believe in that promise. When we actually say, no, you're right, God, that promise is mine. And you receive them. And you say amen, which means let it be done. So In Christ is the yes, every promise is there. If you are in Christ, then the amen is, then if you are in Christ, then let it be done that all these promises we're going to live out and walk in our lives as a follower of Jesus. That's the gospel. It's mind-blowing, it's scandalous, it doesn't make any sense, but it is what the word says. What you need is found in Christ. Whatever you're going through right now, you can find it in Jesus Christ. I want you to receive that today. God wants to meet you. He wants to comfort you. He has the ability. And you need to be reminded of that today. But also, you need to know this. This season and this time is going to come to an end. There will be a time that this ends. The economy will be started back up. Life will be back to normal. But I I want to challenge you as your pastor today. Don't allow when this thing is over for your commitment and your attention to God to drift away. God wants to use this for you to still depend on Him the same way that you are right now. After the storm, He wants you to be the same person leaning into Him, and He wants to minister to you. So let's establish ourselves right now and know this, that God has given you the grace to overcome in the storm and on the other side of the storm, because there will be another storm to come. You are an overcomer. And being an overcomer is not about getting through specific situations. Being an overcomer is about understanding your identity in certain situations. That God has made you an overcomer by His grace. It's who you are. I want you to hear me. It's who you are because it's who Christ is. It's your destiny because you're an heir of Christ and heir is an overcomer. It's, It's for you to understand today. Hear me. No weapon formed against you will prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood because of God's grace, he'll raise up a standard or a wall to protect you. You will overcome. You, are, you have been set free to be an overcomer. Well, Jason, I don't feel like an overcomer. Well, that doesn't matter because it's who you are. It's what your identity is. And it's all about God's grace and his work in your lives. I want to remind you today, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. You can do all things. You can. You can do all things through Him who gives you strength and the grace. So, by the grace of God, you are an overcomer. I just want to give you some some truths today, some areas that God has made you an overcomer. I want you to receive them today from the Word of God as we are looking at the book of Galatians, receiving grace. Number one, what has God given you the grace to overcome? He's God's grace, He's giving the grace that God's grace will help you overcome temptation. The grace of God will help you overcome temptation. Temptation is the is one of the first things that cause us to stumble. There are things along our journey that cause us to stumble. And cause us to get off track and cause us to, to lose sight of the race that we're running, cause us to turn our eyes from Jesus to Whatever else that's tempting us. And it gets us off course. But you are an overcomer. You can overcome temptation in the name of Jesus. First Peter says this, chapter 5. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion. Just want to point out, it does say like. It doesn't say he is. He says he's like one. He has the, he has the nature of one, but he's not one. Looking for someone to devour. But... Stand firm against Him and be strong in your faith. I want you to understand this whole idea that to stand firm. What does it mean to stand firm? It means to put your trust and your hope in the grace of God. That He's your protector. He's the one that's going to get you through this. He's the one that's going to meet your needs. He's the one that's going to minister to you when you're going through relational conflict. He's the one that when you're tempted to give into anger, to to give into your flesh, or to give into desires... God's the one, through His grace, who's going to allow you to be an overcomer. I don't know if you realize this or not, but the moment that you become a believer, the battle starts in your life. You're no longer Satan's property when you become a believer. He has taken His hand off of you, and now you are in the hands of God. But He doesn't like that. So there's a battle for your life every single day of your life. It's important you understand that. You are faced with choices... Are you gonna do what what your desires are? Are You're gonna be tempted and fall into them? You're gonna be selfish, you're gonna be unselfish, you're gonna act in faith, or am I gonna act in fear? These are choices and they're called temptations. And Satan tries to plant thoughts and ideas that are temptations. Because if he can get you to fall into them, you don't live the life that God's called you to live. And, And God is giving you the grace to be an overcomer. You are not a victim to your temptations. You're an overcomer to them in Jesus' name. Especially during times like we're in right now. These times are more stressful. During stress, we become vulnerable with our thoughts, with temptations. We have more, more time than normal on our, on our hands. We can be vulnerable to temptations. Now listen, just because you have thoughts and just because you, you, you have temptations, you don't need to be intimidated or embarrassed or ashamed of those thoughts. It's when we dwell on them, when we entertain them, then they become what gets us off our road. They, they become sin in our lives. But because of the grace of God, you are an overcomer to those desires. Because you are a son and a daughter that we read at the beginning of this message, your nature has been changed. Your identity has, has been changed. You are an overcomer to those temptations you are not subject to them you have victory over them today let's look at first corinthians what paul says the temptations in your life are no different than what others experience and god is faithful god is faithful he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand when you are tempted he will show you a way out so that you can endure you can be an overcomer. Who, who, who is it that's working in your temptation? God is. Who is it that's, that's protecting you from temptations that, that are not more than you can handle? God is. What is it that he would show his love and his care, his attention to you? That he would show you a way out? So you can, it's God's grace because he's called you to be an overcomer. God's grace was given to you and, and is inside of you and possesses you and is on you and is around you so that you will be an overcomer of temptation. God wants you to be an overcomer and he's called you to be one and he will give you the power to be one. Another thing God's grace has made you an overcomer of is number two, God's grace will help you overcome fatigue. Now, I know, I understand These are tiring times. They're frustrating times. Even emotionally, mentally, even physically, this has an effect on on us. It'd be silly for us to think it doesn't because we are human. We are in a season where fatigue can set in. I want you to know something. God is a gracious God. And he is going to give you the grace to overcome this fatigue. For you homeschooling parents, you understand what I'm talking about. There's maybe a fatigue that's setting in. This is tiring. This is a tiring season. I was thinking about several years ago. I received a text from my wife who she was in the middle of, of homeschooling. And this is what the text had said. So I'll share it with you. I quote my wife. I quit. My kids are going to be stupid and I'm okay with that. That's what she said. You know what that's called? Fatigue. That's fatigue. You might be feeling that today. Fatigue's a real thing. You don't have to, you don't have to exercise to be fatigued. You just got to do life. But the grace of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ is there for you to understand God has everything you need. In your your humanness, you don't have to will for yourself to not be human. In your your tiredness, and you being fatigued emotionally, spiritually maybe, mentally, you don't have to, i got to work hard or something. No, you don't. You need to receive the grace of God because he will cause you and allow you to be an overcomer in this situation because he's already paved the way for you. When I look at people of the Bible, it's fascinating. They endured so much. I thought, how in the world did they do that? They went through trials, ups, downs, good times, bad times, but they kept going. They kept pushing through. I'm sure they were tired. I'm sure they were fatigued. But we see God's grace helping them overcome. Think about Moses. How did he keep going? In spite of the fact that he spent, one, first he spent 40 years waiting in the wilderness... Then he spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness, leading a bunch of spiritual, immature children, complaining about everything, about the desert. God was supernaturally giving them manna from heaven, and they're like, I don't like it. He was showing up, splitting seas for them to walk across, and they complained, and he was leading them. How didn't he give up? How did he not allow fatigue to set in and quit? It's evident that God had given him grace. Think about Noah. You know how many years it took Noah to build an ark, to build a boat? There had never been an ark ever built before for for rain that they had never seen before. The Bible says 120 years. Can you imagine waiting 120 years? You you think, I'm fatigued because this, the, the, uh, The quarantine isn't lifting. Listen, Noah spent 120 years. Noah waited 120 years. How did he have the ability to keep believing God, to keep doing what God had asked him to help overcome criticism? I'm sure temptation. We see it in Genesis chapter 6. It says, Noah found grace. In the eyes of the Lord. Noah was able to do and to be an overcomer because of God's grace. That's how you keep on going when you're tired, when you're fatigued. You know how? God's grace. It's not that you work harder. It's that you receive more of God's grace. No matter your circumstances today, my friends. Troubles, life, relational conflict. The grace of God is for you to, to be an overcomer and be all that God has called you to be. Psalm 18 verse two says this, the Lord is my rock. David didn't say I'm my rock, he said the Lord's my rock. The Lord is my fortress. In other words, the Lord's my foundation and the Lord is is my shelter in which I'm on the foundation. He's everything, he's foundation, he's my fortress and he's also my deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I trust. He's my shield and horn of my salvation. He's my stronghold. This is David declaring the grace of God. This is for you today, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're dealing with. Your God is your rock. God's your rock. He's your fortress. Jason, I don't know how, how we're going I don't, to, I don't have the strength. Well, listen, he's your strength. But Jason, we're in this situation. I don't know how we're going to get through this. God's your deliverer. But, but there's so many arrows being shot at my mind, my spirit, my heart. God's your shield. But, but I don't know, Jason, I, I just feel so vulnerable. What something going to come after me? And I'm scared. I'm full of fear. God's your stronghold. He will not let you down. He's the God of grace. And he loves you today. You need to know that. Receive God's grace today. God's power is never ending. He never gets fatigued. When it says about creation that God rested on the seventh day, He didn't rest because He was tired. He rests because He was done. Finished. He offers His strength to you today. He also offers His rest to you today his peace to you today, his grace to be an overcomer. You are an overcomer in the name of Jesus Christ. Be free from fatigue and rest and receive his grace today. Number three, God's grace will help you overcome trouble. God's grace will help you overcome trouble. Are you having trouble today? Probably a lot of us are. It'd be crazy to think that you wouldn't have trouble in life. No, there are some people. No, Jason, that's not true. True Christians won't have trouble. Real Christians won't have trouble. Actually, Jesus said this in verse, in verse chapter 16 of John. In this world, actually, you will have trouble. You will. But take heart. In other words, be encouraged. In other words, don't fear. In other words, hang on a second. I know you're hurting. I know you're scared. I know you're fatigued. I know you're tempted. I know you're, I, I, but hang on, take heart. I've overcome the world. In other words, if you're in me, then you're gonna be all right. Take heart. I've overcome the world. Jesus tells us we're gonna have trouble. You're gonna have difficulties. You're gonna have obstacles. You're gonna have situations that you think, I can't do this anymore, God, I can't do it. I'm freaked out, I'm stretched out. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at my end. And God says, I'm gonna give you the power And the grace to overcome, to keep pressing and to keep leaning forward. And this season, this time in history, like never before, we have some problems. They were unplanned. This feels unrelenting. Maybe your trouble, maybe it feels unfair. Maybe it's trouble you brought on yourself by your own decisions. Most of us, though, we can handle problems if we can see an end to them. We can handle problems. We're like, okay, if I just wait so much longer, okay, then it's going to be over. But there are some things in our lives that it feels like it's never going to end. There are even some hurts, even outside of the the whole coronavirus. There are things and troubles in our lives and hurts that we're going to have to live with for the rest of our life. But I want you to know something. Just because you went through a trouble... You need to know that you're, you, you may be a product of it. You, there might be some things in your life you've shifted and you've changed, but you're not a prisoner of it. It doesn't own you. It doesn't control you. Your trouble isn't what identifies you. It gives you your identity. And what happens is in trouble, or as we walk through trouble, then we begin to look back and we start playing this game. It's called the, the what if or maybe the if only game. If only I had done this, I wouldn't have gone through that trouble. Or if only they wouldn't have done that. Or if only our government would have done this or not done that. If only I had married somebody else. If only. We all do that. Playing that game doesn't help anything. Because really what we're doing is we're we're trying to fantasize about escaping the trouble. The reality is Jesus said you're going to have trouble. Instead, God's called us to be an overcomer. That you will overcome all trouble. He will get you through it. He will strengthen you. He will be with you. He will lift you when you fall. You need to know, as we we read in the beginning of of this message today, that That there are promises of God that belong to you. You need to hear the endearing voice of the Father speaking to you today by His grace. You need to tune out every voice, and you need to listen. If you can't hear His voice, you need to say, "God, I want to hear Your voice. I'm I'm going to read a passage to you. I want this is yours. I want you to receive it. God wants you to receive it. He wants to go deep in your heart. I want you to hear it. Here it is. Do not fear." But Jason, my troubles and my pain and my temptation and my fatigue, hang on, do not fear. Now listen, this is God's voice speaking to you. I have redeemed you. Doesn't say you redeemed yourself. He says, no, 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 I've redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, listen to me. I know you feel like you're going to get swept away. I know you think, man, I I don't know if I can hang on much longer. Hang on. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Why? But why? Because of the grace of God. Because God says, for I am the Lord, your God. I am you. You're my responsibility. I'm the one who watches after you. I'm the one who chose you. I'm the one who called you out and plucked you from wherever you were. I'm the one that called you out of miry clay and set your your feet on a rock. I'm the one that pulled up a table at my, uh, pulled up a chair at my table and said, this is yours. You sit here every time. You're in my presence. You belong here. This food is yours. Everything I have is yours because I'm your God that's what he's saying because he's the God of grace you need to receive this today God says I'm going to be with you whether you feel like it or not I'm with you I'm going to make you strong I'm going to help you I will support you I will save you I will not you will not you work harder not you figure it out. He said, no, 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 no. Troubles are going to come. And when they come, listen, son, listen, daughter, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to watch over you because you're mine. Remember this today. The grace of God has made you an overcomer because he has already overcame. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength. He is always ready to help in times of trouble. This is your God. This is our God. I want you to receive today the overcoming assurance of the grace of God in your life over temptations, over fatigue, over trouble. He's with you. And you are free to be an overcomer. So how do you receive More of the overcoming grace of God, Jason. Okay, all right, Jason. Okay, I need that. What? How how do I receive it? Just, just a few little things. Number one, just ask him. Say, Lord, I need you. I need, I need your grace. Help me. Number two. Remind yourself of His grace and promises from the Scriptures. Read it, claim it. It's yours. It belongs to you. But remind yourself. Number three, let God's grace flow to you through this church. That's how you receive a fresh, the freshness of the grace of God. You ask him, you find his grace in the word and the promises, but also you let God's grace flow to you through his church. This is his church. And he wants you to receive his grace through fellowship with other people. If you have needs, he wants you to receive his grace through this church because we are the bride of Christ. This church belongs to Jesus Christ. And if you're a part of this church, then there are things and, and, and avenues of grace that He wants to flow to you through this church. This is why I believe in the local church. I believe in the grace of God because I believe it's what God's purpose is, is for the grace of God to flow. Yes, He can, he can meet you right in, right in your room right now if you ask Him. And He will meet you as you read His Word. And He will also meet you if you make a decision. That's my church, and God wants his grace to flow through that to me. I want you to receive that today in Jesus' name. I want you to be free in the name of Jesus. Be free from temptation. Be free from fatigue. And be free to be an overcomer in the middle of troubles. And so I want you to know I love you. And it's an honor for me to preach the word of God to you to secure you, to anchor you, to give strength to you, to intercede for you and your families, to mourn with you as you go through difficult times, to rejoice with you as God meets you and does something amazing in your life. I want you to know that the grace of God wants to do something fresh and new in your life. Let me pray for you today if wherever you are, if you could just gather with your family, you could hold hands, or if you're by yourself, lay your hand on your heart, I want you to receive the grace of God today. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for your grace, your grace that flows to us because of our sonship and our daughtership, that you have made us a part of your family, that you have... You've made a seat for us at your table. You've given us access to you anytime, place, Lord, I know today that there are people who are facing temptation. And Lord, maybe they have felt like they are a slave to it. But right now, in the name of Jesus, you be set free from that lie that, that the enemy has told you. You are not a slave to temptation. Jesus has broken the chain of slavery over sin in your life. He will give you the grace to overcome temptation. And you can overcome today. Lord, I know there are people who, they're tired, they're fatigued, and they don't even know how they're going to continue and go on. They're just, they've come to the end of their strength, Lord, today. By, in the name of Jesus, receive The strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive his grace. Right now, just let it go deep in your soul, deep in your spirit, deep in your emotions, deep in in your mental. Just receive his strength today. In Jesus' name, let let the grace of God minister to you today. Lord, there are people here who are in trouble. And they're walking through the waters and the rivers. Remind them today that you will not let them be swept away. Because you have given them the grace to be an overcomer. In Jesus' name. I want to just remind you, if you're joining us today, and you have never given your life to Jesus Christ, and you realize, I don't know Jesus. I want his grace. I want to be forgiven. I want to be set free. I want a new start. Listen, if you want that, I got some good news for you. You can have it. God is extending his forgiveness to you today through his son, Jesus Christ. The only thing you need to do is receive it. And so if you are joining this, no matter when you're watching it, and you want to give your life to Jesus, the Bible says, I'm going to pray prayer. The Bible says if you believe this prayer, and if you you believe it and put your trust in him, that you will be saved. If you want to give your life to Jesus today, repeat this prayer after me as I pray. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Transform me and change me. I receive your grace. I receive your forgiveness. I believe that you died for me. And I believe that you rose from the dead. And today, I give you my life. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for making me one of your children. And from this day forward, I will follow you by your grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you gave your life to Jesus today, just text the number on the screen. Just text SAVED to the number on the screen, and we will get you all the information you need to know for you to continue on this journey. So everybody, listen, I love you. I care for you. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. You're going to get through this, and God's grace is going to be enough. Listen to me today. Listen, you are free in the name of Jesus to be an overcomer. Receive that today. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you'd like to watch a service live online, you can join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at live.faith.church. For everything else, visit faith.church. That's faith.church.